NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and get a $100 free bet when you bet $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, you know the voice, you know the guy. It's me, really real, villain real, Terrell Furman Jr. at your service. And it's Wednesday, so you know I got my partner in pick. Scott Studio, Rochelle. Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Uh, looking forward to going through today's card. I know yesterday was a pretty good day for the show. Ended up winning the lock on my end with Luca over eight and a half assists. For the dog, I had Anthony Davis 30-plus points, and he played eight minutes, which we can talk about. But uh, for the most part, a good day overall. Gave out some props, which won. I had Killian Hayes over five and a half assists, stuff like that. So pretty good day in general. Uh, how was your day, and do we want to talk about Anthony Davis? Uh my day was good because I completely hammered the Pistons plus eight and a half Pistons money line with Miami being a home favorite after I told everybody earlier this season on this show that we are not betting Miami as home favorites anymore because they're just not covering the line at all whatsoever. So Bogdanovich had a had an amazing game. You want to hear about a sweat that I had? So sure. we have a partnership with Underdog. And with that partnership, you know, I was able to I was able to talk to Underdog and we was able to finesse and, you know, uh, Underdog gave me a free play. OK, mm-hmm. so I put in a five pick player uh, player parlay and I had two players in the Texas game. I had Timmy Allen and Tyrese Hunter. Okay. And so Timmy Allen over ten and a half points for like first 10 minutes of the game cashed good don't even have to worry about him for the rest of the game great Tyrese Hunter had I had him for under 21 and a half points rebound and assist you know I saw that play online I was like oh I like that play I'll tell it okay my game went to overtime so I I can imagine it turned into a sweat but he had 21 with five minutes left in regulation okay and I was sitting there sweating like oh my god what am I gonna do he goes down with cramps and he doesn't play the rest of the game. Okay. Sits at 21. All of that for Jay and Ivy to be stuck on three assists when I took over four. That's rough. I'm sick. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't you hate when you have a sweat? Like you get that sweat. You get the dope, the dopamine and all that stuff in you that you just had a great sweat. And then you turn around and look and somebody's one point or one assist away from cashing the the play so i mean that that happened to me on nfl sunday which was the three pick uh player prop parlay that i made uh i do a play i post a player prop on my twitter if you're not familiar but either way Mm -hmm. i had three picks this past week i had uh aj brown 100 plus yards easy Mm -hmm. never in doubt had mike white uh 300 plus passing yards really never in doubt i had justin fields 80 plus rushing yards and he had 70 in the first quarter and he finished with 70. 
Mm-hmm. And that three pick was a hundred to win two point seven k. Yeah, yeah. So I I've had a couple of you know those where, you know, you think you might have it in the bag because you're so close early in the game and then nothing happens and then you get screwed. But yeah, I've had a couple of beats like that recently too. So I know how you feel. Yeah, it's it, it's it's bad. It's really really bad. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the slate because we got a rather large slate today for us to get through 11 NBA games. Yeah, last night was crazy. Is Luka triple-double versus Denver starting to become an auto bet? I mean, we talked about it on the show yeah. yesterday. I mean, it was yeah. oh, it was in the plus 600 range. I'm like, all right, yeah. like, sure. Uh, I'm not going to say no. I just think at this point, plus 600 for Luka to get a triple-double is a pretty – Pretty fair price. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's way too high. I mean, if you're asking me what Luca's price should be, it should be somewhere in the three four hundreds. But I, oh, guess I was thinking already- something closer to Jokic. Jokic is like plus two seventy, maybe plus three hundred. Anytime he gets on the court. Yeah, I think it might be a little bit different for Jokic because I do think that for Luca, he's going to take so many shots. Well, Jokic, we know, can dominate a game without taking many shots. I just Mm -hmm. thought it was a good matchup because Denver historically had been very aggressive with double teams on Luka, and they have left a lot of wide-open shooters, and we saw that. that's all that happened last night. Yeah, Luka had 10 assists in three quarters. I mean, he had a triple-double in three quarters. But I guess the argument was him on a back-to-back, but he only played 29 minutes in the first leg, so I didn't think fatigue would be an issue. Nice win by Dallas, but... Uh, I had the two-pick triple-double parlay with Luka and LeBron, and uh, that paid out at like uh, 100 and something to one, and LeBron didn't get there for me. He had the assists and the rebounds. I mean, he had the points and the rebounds, just not the assists. So, mm-hmm. bit unfortunate there, but Luka got it done. So, nice job by him. AD went out a little bit too early. If AD stayed in that game, catch that. Uh, the assists weren't ever going to get there. I believe LeBron had one assist in the entire first quarter, and it was just a wrap at that point. But... Yeah, AD, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we've got 11 games, but if you have flu-like symptoms, I don't know why you played eight minutes in the first place. I feel like you probably just shouldn't have played, but, you know, whatever, I guess. I, I thought that whole situation was weird. I thought it was relatively soft, but then again, you know, anytime you're dealing with the sickness and you really don't feel great at all, you can suck it up and be terrible, or you could try to just admit that you're not going to be good and just decide not to play. It just let's just say with with this happening with Anthony Davis, I'm not surprised based on his track record. I'm not surprised. I think he's an incredibly soft player. Mm-hmm. That's really the only thing I have to say about it. Uh, you have anything you want to add on that? I don't know because if I if I well I probably wouldn't have been in the building in the first place. If I'm That's my point. Sick, but you played eight. Minutes. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think he played I think eight minutes. Jared Allen was seven for seven from the floor, and AD said, "I'm out of here," and he just didn't play. <laughs> like I, I just thought it was incredibly soft. But once again, I'm not saying he would have gotten to thirty if he played the entire game. I'm not even talking about it from a betting perspective. But you see AD, who's having a massive, massive week or two. He's just going off, and there's been rumors AD's been a little bit sick for a couple days like guy at 55 on Sunday like how sick could he actually have been I, I just thought the whole thing was incredibly soft I'm just gonna say it mm, but, I don't agree I, okay. I think that is just uh is just because it's AD that is getting more light than it probably would but no but I'm saying he, he tried it, to, he tried AD. to go he, he's so if he played like 
a half and then said it, I would have been like, okay, all right, that's weird. But he played eight minutes. He said he tried to go, and he just wasn't feeling himself. He didn't feel like he could contribute to the team. They said, go ahead, sit. You're not you're not looking like you. Go ahead and sit down, and that's what happened. That's So I think it's just because it's AD that it's magnified a little bit more. It's fair. I, I just think that there's always something with him that makes him unavailable at some various point. And, yes, you're right. I, I think if the same thing happened to Carl Anthony Towns, it would be a similar reaction. Because I think Cat's a soft player. But I, I do think you're right. I think the narrative about AD is that he's incredibly soft. And that's kind of why every time something happens is magnified. Because, I mean, it's the here we go again meme, isn't it? Every time there's something like AD's on the injury report, it's like, oh, of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah. I mean, at the, I don't know. I just, at this point, my expectations for AD have been set. If he plays, he's one of the top five best players in the league. If he and if he doesn't play well, then I'm not surprised because he misses games like he's for me. He's gets the Kawhi Leonard treatment where I'm just like, all right, well, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Like I, if he plays, he's going to be good. If he doesn't, he's obviously not going to be good. Like, that's really it. So I don't have any expectations of AD ever playing in a game until they say, oh, AD's probably going to play in this game. <laughs> yeah, they said he was going to play in this game. Then he just abandoned ship. But I understand your point. I just think that at the end of the day, AD, you can't trust him because you never know what's going to happen with his injury report, which is why I think that the Lakers should trade him. I've mm. said it publicly for over a year. I think they should trade LeBron, too. I've gone on public and said they should nuke the whole thing about a year ago, but still – I get the upside with LeBron and AD together is very high. I understand all that. But I just don't know how you expect each of them or really either of them to hold up for 82-plus games and a potential 20, 30-plus bonus games in the playoffs. Like I just think that they're both ticking time bombs at this point. I don't That's think at least should, how I look at it. I don't think you should trade AD just because of what happens when he actually does play. And you're just not going to – I don't think you're ever going to get the compensation that you think you are going to get. I think and based so, on the last month, I think the compensation you can really make a case for might be at not an all-time high, but a high for the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's yeah. a prime flipping spot. That's kind of my main argument. But, oh, well. All right. I think that's enough for that one. Let's go ahead and get into this slate because we have the Los Angeles Clippers playing the Orlando Magic. Minus seven for the Clippers. 216 is the total. Uh, Let me go and tap on my handy-dandy injury report here. See what we got. For the Clippers, we have... John Wall, who is out because of injury management. Marcus Morris, Norman Powell are both out. Luke Kennard is out. Uh, why is Luke Kennard out for injury management? I, he's like 20, he's like 27, 28. All he right. also never really played that much in terms of minutes, but whatever. Diabite and Jason Preston are both out. So, oddly enough, you have a long injury report, and neither Paul George or Kawhi Leonard are actually on this one. So, expect them two to play today. For Well, no, I lied. Don't expect them to play today because it really doesn't matter. They could choose before the game and not play. Jayla Suggs, Mo Bamba is not on the injury report. Jayla Suggs is on the injury report. He's out. Gary Harris is out. Wendell Carter's still out. <laughs> it's about everybody that really, really matters. Uh, yeah, Orlando's been really, really bad. Are you laying seven with the Clippers? 
Uh, the only concern would be if you think that the Clippers, after struggling against Charlotte, are actually capable of covering more than seven on the road. I think they are. I mean, we've seen Orlando look better at home than on the road. It's not saying much because they're five and twenty overall, <clears throat> but. I, it wouldn't shock me if the Magic hung around. I mean, we've seen the Clippers mm -hmm. struggle offensively at various points in this game, or in this season, I mean. Orlando offensively can be a disaster as well. I like mm -hmm. the under. I think 216 is too high. I, I just don't trust either offense to really look sharp for 48 minutes. I think my favorite play is going to be the under in this game. But when it comes down to the spread... You know what? I'll be a little bit different. I'll lean to Orlando, but I will lean to the under. I think the under has to be my favorite play in this game. All right. Um. Yeah, I do like the under. <laughs> I'm with you on the under. I would actually bet the under. That's like if one like of it. these teams did not score a hundred, would you really be that surprised? Like probably no, not. Not at all. This is. I would actually. Yeah, I would bet this under. I like that. I. All right, let me just read through um, last five games. So last five games, Clippers are two and three against the spread, not covering the last three games as seven as seven and a half point dogs, four point dogs, and six and a half point favorites. And you have two and three for Orlando as well. Ooh, excuse me, where they were able to cover that game against the Bucks, and then they didn't cover against uh, Toronto, Cleveland, Atlanta, and covered against the Nets. So for me, I think it I think this this has to be the Paulo Bancaro. This has to be the Paulo Bancaro game. Like this has to be the game where he tries to go show out and he tries to, you know, you're sitting here going against a great defensive team. Well, it's historically great defensive team. This is supposed to be one of the favorites in the West. And I mean, I guess they technically still are at 14 and 11. They just don't look that good. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure him going up against either getting the Paul George or the Kawhi matchup. Does he does he get over the hump with that? Like, does that slow him down at all? When you say the matchup, I I mean that means something if both of them are in tip top form. I, I don't know what level of defense either guy's playing right now. Like I, I really don't know. We saw Charlotte once again with Kawhi and Paul George playing. <sighs> Charlotte still scored over 110 points. Like, I, I don't really know. Oh, no, that as a team, defense sucks. That's what I'm saying. So you're talking about the treatment for one of these two guys. They've played what? Like, bar they barely played the last week and change. Like, I don't even know if that means anything. I think that just the difference is, is that Charlotte, it's not like their offense is pigeonholed into one guy. Like, you had... Terry Rozier, you have yeah, Kelly Oubre, you had Washington. Like, you have a whole mm -hmm. bunch of different options to go with. And that kind of throws off a defense a little bit because it's like you can swing the ball around. You can play a lot more team style. But this Magic team literally is running through Paolo Bencaro. Yeah. Because of that – because of that, I'll take the I'll take the Clippers minus seven. Because of that, okay. I think that is too pigeonholed into him. They're gonna slow him down, and then the team's gonna be a little bit lost and confused. So I'll go ahead and surprisingly, I'll take the Clippers minus seven in this spot. Uh, there's no way I'm gonna bet the side in this game, but I'll lean to Orlando, I guess. But I definitely like the under as my favorite play in this game. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Atlanta Hawks coming to play the New York Knicks in the Mecca Basketball Madison Square Garden. Minus one and a half for the New York Knicks. 232 is the total. 
Uh, they met this season already, didn't they? They did. They uh, did. They, they, they met on November second. They met on November second and lost one twelve to ninety nine in Madison Square Garden. Trey got hurt halfway through that game, and then the Hawks outscored the Knicks by I forgot what it was like twenty in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I think like, it was it was really just a lopsided quarter that completely switched the game. But I remember Dejounte Murray absolutely owned you guys. And Trey didn't even play the second half for, for most of it, and it didn't even matter. But the yeah. Knicks had a big lead early, and they fell apart. Uh, Knicks 2-2-1 two, two, and one in the last five against It was 32-10, to, to by the way, in that third quarter. It was 32-10 to 10 with no Trey Young. Yeah, no, the Knicks have been really bad in the third quarter. They just got yeah. blew out in the third quarter by the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have not been well in the third quarter at all. Uh, what was I – where was I at? Two, two, and one in the last five against spread for the Knicks. Two and three in the last five against the spread for the Hawks. Uh, I feel like everybody's coming in here. I feel like everybody's going to come in here and smash Hawks. Like everybody, everybody is going to bet Hawks in this matchup, even though for the most part, even though they got absolutely embarrassed the last time out, the Knicks have dominated this rivalry in the regular season. Oh, and they have. And. Well, let me read an injury report before we get too, too much further into this one. Let's see here. We have uh, Chick Forrest, who is out concussion protocols. We know DeAndre Hunter and, and DeAndre Hunter and John Collins are going to be out for some time and pretty clean for the New York Knicks. So. Hmm. I'm going to. <sighs> Trey can, is always liable to go off, but Trey goes off in the garden and we can still get a win at two and a minus one and a half. Everybody's, I'm just going to fade. I'm just going to fade everybody else. Everybody's betting the garden. I know Trey is and fine. Go bet your Trey young props in the garden and all of that. Like I don't have a problem with that at all, but this for the most part, especially getting blown out last time, this has been a dominate dominating like, the Knicks have dominated the regular season. Of course, now the, the series that mattered, the Hawks actually came in there and dominated everything. But Knicks have won three of the last five. Uh, it's gone even further than that. Knicks have been winning these games in Atlanta, in New York. doesn't really matter. I'm going to just turn around. I'm going to back New York here to get back on the slide. Jalen Brunson has been playing really, really well. I think that the offense is going to be able to move and score a lot of points on a uh, Atlanta team that is without their best defender. <laughs> And so they're missing Mitchell two Robinson. starters. Uh, huh? I mean, you're looking yeah, at yeah, the Hawks, they're missing two starters because Hunter and Collins are not playing. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and back them in this spot. I'll take the Knicks minus one and a half. I'm going to lean to the Knicks as well. Uh, it's really not a matter of me liking the Knicks as a team. I don't think they're very good, but I'm nope. looking at Atlanta. The record's fine. I feel like everyone was expecting them to be better. I know we were not. We were kind of low on Atlanta early in the year and thought they'd pick it up. But we got to talk about it because even though Trey played last game, there was a massive controversy last week because – there were rumors that he was potentially being soft and didn't want to play through an injured shoulder, and him and the coach got into a bit of an altercation there. Uh, I don't think that was it. What? I don't think that was it. I don't think that's how that went down. 
I'm pretty the sure. Point is, the point is we don't know how it went down, but the point is is that I think Trey Young's got a shoulder issue. No, no, he definitely has a shoulder issue. We've known that for years. He's had a shoulder issue for years. And so I'm so, saying it's been. But I wasn't saying that it was him being soft and you know all that. It's just more of they. I'm saying that they was said, a perception. I don't agree he, with. He that. wanted to play. He wanted. To, I think it's more if he wanted to play 100. percent And they said no. We want to bring you off the bench and ease you into it. It's like no, I don't want to do that. If you're trying to ease me into it, I'm just not gonna play. And he was like, oh well, all right, then don't play. And he was like, all right, well. That's fine. Either way, so. the point is that there is a bit of an altercation there between McMillan and Young, but the overlying or the underlying, actually the underlying theme there is that Trey's shoulder is acting up again. And we've seen that happen for years. So Trey played last game. He had a double-double. He wasn't efficient at all. I don't know how he's going to look. I know historically he's been good against the Knicks, but if his shoulder is giving him problems and Atlanta's missing two starters – I'm not going to pick them to win the game. So I'm going to pick the Knicks and hope that unlike the first meeting, they don't choke in the second half. I probably like Knicks first half the most in this game because I really hate the Knicks after halftime. But with Trey having shoulder issues and with the missing two starters already, I'm not going to take Atlanta. If you want to, you can. If you want to take young props, you can. I would take young assists. Mm -hmm. I think that's it because I don't know if I really want to bet on a guy with shoulder issues to drop 35. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I would play Knicks first half. I like that. That's a good point. They've been really bad. What are, I don't even know what they are in the third quarter, but it's been too many it's third quarters be where they're getting me, absolutely blown out. Uh, what else do I like in this one? I'll I'll go Julius Randle rebounds. I like Julius I like Randall Randall rebounds. rebounds. So yeah, Capella is gonna should be on the court for a long time an extreme amount of time with just the size, like the Knicks have size. And so they're going to play him. Uh, By the way, for point differential in the third quarter, the Knicks are tied for second to last with negative 2.5 at home. The Knicks have a third quarter point differential of a negative 4.7, which is the worst in the entire league by 1.7 points. At home, 1.7 points. Yeah, I mean, everybody plays like Jordan when they come to the Garden. Is that the move? You just bet the Hawks third quarter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I this would not surprise me at all. And that's how the Hawks get back in this game and ultimately make me look dumb. So, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. And that's just. I might actually end up betting that. That's too big of a of a trend not to not to play. All right. Anything else for this one? Oh, totals at 232. I'm torn because I know the Knicks don't guard anybody, but I mention all the flaws with Atlanta offensively, and their best player has a, has a hurt shoulder. So <sighs> I don't really know. I think I'm leaning under. Aren't these games usually like quite physical? I know the Knicks have, been, have become a bit more of a finesse team this year, but... I'm kind three of and two, yeah. three and two last five, three and two. Uh, I'm going to lean under. <sighs> Historically, these games have been a little bit more of a slugfest. Three straight unders for the Knicks. They get back on the slide. I'm going to go over. Okay. Because I just, I, I think, I think they just give up too many. Uh, they might. Yeah. But I first meeting landed two eleven. I know Trey only played 28 minutes. I mentioned it before. But it's really that it's really that third quarter because really if the Knicks scored ten points in the third quarter. How the hell are you getting over this? Like they 
Oh, that third quarter is so frustrating. It's I'm waiting to really the under because I'm expecting at least one bad quarter from the Knicks and maybe one from the Hawks. I, I hope <sighs> that just moves the total down. I, I just think it's all right. You, all right, you slate me. You did it. All right, I'll go under. Under okay. 232. It's a high total. Like one quarter. 230s. Like that's really, really high, historically speaking. All right, Lakers are going to play the Toronto Raptors in Toronto. Minus nine and a <laughs> What? Wait. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't peep that. Who is out for this one? Okay, minus nine and a half for the Toronto Raptors. 229 and a half is the total. Oh, man. Okay, let me see. Lakers, uh, AD is TBD. Is that really all it says? Yeah. Uh, you figure with a nine, you'd automatically assume that AD Le- and LeBron and, LeBron are and probably Westbrook <laughs> were all officially out, but they're not. Well, they did play yesterday, so I guess technically their report isn't out. And I get some somebody has to know that somebody's going to be sitting. Like Braun has to be sitting for this game. I don't expect they got another not play. playing. You think AD is going to miss a game with the flu? Get on a flight to Canada and play? I don't think. Yeah, he's no, play. AD's AD's liable not even to be there. So, uh, Braun has to be not playing. Right. Is, is the flu contagious? Yeah. Why would it not? Why would it not be? I'm just, I'm just making sure. I lose track of the illnesses of like what's contagious and what's not. Wait, all illnesses aren't contagious? I don't think so. Really? I don't, th- I don't think all of them are. I mean, of course, like the cold, the the cold is, and some of the basic ones. Yeah. The flu, the flu, I think is contagious, but I'm not. Why totally would it not sure be contagious? I, I just feel like I wouldn't want to be around anybody with the flu. Like, if I you wouldn't want to be around them anyways. They'd be sneezing all over me. I yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck? Stay away. Go, go home. At first of all, is, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let AD play in the game. If AD talking about, oh, I might have. Wait, wait. Me, me personally. Me personally. I wouldn't have let AD play. Me personally. And I wouldn't have taken that level of disrespect. I'm just saying, me personally. I'm not taking. I'm not taking. No, what? All I know is, is that I brought it up because the contagious part. Because if he's actually sick, why would you (laughs) want to be on a plane with him for four hours? Like, if the flu. Once again, it tells you that I'm not a doctor. Like, I'm Toronto, sorry, but Toronto to Cleveland isn't four hours. Just saying, though, like you're on a plane, you know, you're in a confined space. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He's definitely I, I don't I, if he if he's actually sick, I don't think you want him to be on the plane because we've seen in the league. These guys are always around each other. It's why COVID's a big issue. It's because of po- close proximity. You've guys around each other all the time. And if one person's sick, he might get half the team sick. Yeah. I don't think AD should be on the plane. All right. For the Raptors, Otto Porter Jr. is out. We know Precious Achua is out. And Bo Cruz is out. All right. Huh. I mean, I'm sorry. By the way, the flu is contagious, but it's mostly uh, through, like, droplets. So it's through, like, coughing or sneezing. Ew, that is disgusting. There you go. And, people, and apparently you're the most contagious in the first three, four days after getting it. Are you, I'm not wait, sure how wait. long AD's had it. How long has AD had this? I don't even know. Are, there's going to be a lot of Lakers out with the flu. And the next that that, that was kind so. of my point. I, that's why I feel like there's some underlying flu issues with the team. That's kind of my main takeaway, isn't it? This team is disgusting. They really let him play with the flu. That's nasty. Give me Toronto. Minus nine and a half. Oh boy! Like I, I just don't do it. even. Just do I, don't, it. I think on principle I have to, right? Just I mean, this, <laughs> this line is so crazy that I have to lean Toronto. I don't know who's playing. 
off the top of my head, I, just, I think is without knowing who's playing, I just feel like there's more opportunity for Toronto to just come in here and bury the Lakers who really probably don't care about this game. This is inside information line stuff. <laughs> like this is next level inside information. And I know Toronto has owned the Lakers for a long, long time. <laughs> I, I mean, like one-way traffic domination. Like this is like really Lakers versus bad. Clippers domination. So the Lakers won the last meeting back on March 18th. They won in overtime by five. To go through the meetings before that, Toronto has won 13 of the last 15 meetings. Toronto minus nine and a half. Just saying, Toronto's won 13 of the last 15. I'm going to go with Toronto. This line just tells you, take the Lakers. It's going to be fun. Enjoy yourself. And then you look up and Toronto's up 20 in the third quarter. Like, no, I'm going to take Toronto, but this line is extremely sketchy. I'm not touching a total without knowing who's playing. Uh, I agree. I'm going to lean under because I'm just assuming AD's not going to play and maybe there's inside information about LeBron. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Charlotte Hornets going to Brooklyn to play the Brooklyn Nets. Your Brooklyn Nets minus 10 for the Brooklyn Nets. 222 and a half is the total. And we have Mark Williams, who is out. We know about LaMelo, Gordon Hayward, Dennis Smith Jr., and Cody Martin already. And for the Nets, uh, Edmund Sunmer is questionable with a glute injury. Uh, ben Simmons is out for this one And Watanabe is still out With that hamstring Alright, your Brooklyn Nets Laying 10 against Charlotte at home What are you doing? The Nets have played well lately uh, My Nets uh, have looked pretty sharp And I'm not going to blame them for losing to the Celtics A lot of teams have lost to the Celtics So they've been good And the Nets are a team that I might have bet on to miss the playoffs. Uh, It's probably not going to go well. Uh, Just going to be honest. Uh, I need to wait and see if KD gets hurt or, you know, what the story is going to be moving forward. I don't want to lay 10. I I just don't want to lay 10 with this team. I've seen this team zone out at various points in games. They don't play a full 48. They'll give you 40 minutes of effort. Mm -hmm. But usually there's eight minutes in there where they have a 15-point lead and it turns into a three-point lead and you don't really know what the hell's happening, but it seems like they're always falling apart. Mm -hmm. This is that type of game. We saw Orlando hang around against the Nets about a week or two ago, and KD had 40-plus, and the game was still competitive for about four quarters. Charlotte's not a good, but they've been competitive lately. I'm not laying 10 here. It's either Hornets or pass. I think the Nets are going to win. But I could see this game being a five-point game and the Nets find a way to win this game by, like, seven. But I'm not laying 10. Yeah, I am on – I'm the same way. There was no way I was late. I just don't think that the Nets are a team you can lay 10 with. I don't think they care enough. I yeah. truly don't think they, they couldn't cover enough. 10 against – they couldn't cover double digits or they didn't win by double digits <clears throat> against Orlando. And Orlando yeah. is a lot worse than Charlotte, in my opinion. Yeah. And Charlotte's been pretty good on the road as road dogs. They've been able to cover large numbers like this and keep games relatively close. Give me Brooklyn by seven. That's that's what I said. We're seeing eye to eye here. All right. Uh, one second. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Uh, mm, never mind. I thought I had a. I thought I had a play. Uh, 
I thought about Durant with something, but I don't know what to take here. Because the points have been decent, but the last couple games he's been a little bit more passive. His numbers against mm. Charlotte recently are inconsistent. I thought about maybe triple-double uh, if you wanted to go for a boldish play, but like, eh. Kyrie had 50 against this team last year, but the other three meetings he's had less than like 16 points. Mm -hmm. so Charlotte's actually kept him in check for the most part. I really didn't have much. I thought about Rozier, kind of just like any props with Rozier, because historically speaking, he's done very well against the Nets. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's a bit of an underrated Nets killer, so if you want to go for something involving his points, I like his rebounds. I saw his rebounds were at about four and a half. He's had at least five pretty much every game in the past week. Mm -hmm. And against the Nets, I believe he's had five-plus rebounds in four straight. So I like the Rozier props here. I think that if Charlotte does keep it close, he's probably going to need to get hot. I'm trying to figure out how I want to play because the Hornets are pretty bad against the three. I'm just trying to figure out how I want to play it. Are the Nets good? Are the Nets actually good at shooting threes? I mean, they got guys that can rotate over and hit in in open like. I, I don't trust Joe Harris at all to sit here and trust Joe Harris right now. But, like, if I can get a – I'll probably wait for a number on Seth. And maybe they give us a number of Seth coming off the bench. Uh, Royce O'Neal is at plus money for for over two and a half. That's interesting. It's at plus 132. That's really interesting. I think I'll just wait on a Seth number, though. This could be a really good Seth come off the bench and be able to score a game. Could be. I'm curious if we're going to get odds on that or not because of the fact he comes off the bench. But I think you do just later in the uh, – look on, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Seth Curry. I'm looking at Seth Curry today. All right. Let's see. Where are we at on this? Let's go and let's talk about WinBet because WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia. You are getting casino play. Online sports betting, you get the win bet win hour Thursdays. Every Thursday, you have the win bet win hour. And then you also have the construction zone, the same game parlay, where you can go in there and build a monster same game parlay and cash big with win bet. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash win bet. So they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 and older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's get into the next game of the slate. We have the Washington Wizards on the road to go play the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. Minus five and a half for the Bulls. 227 and a half is the total. Injury report for this one. And we have for the Bulls. Alex Caruso is questionable with an ankle injury. Javante Green is doubtful with a knee injury. We know about Alonzo. And for the Wizards, Bradley Beal's not playing in this one. Rui Hachimara's not playing in this one. DeLon Wright's not playing in this one. So getting five and a half with the Bulls at home. Are you taking it? I actually don't think so. The Wizards have been without Beal before this season, and they've actually not been horrible. They've mm -hmm. been okay uh, without Beal. Uh, and, of course, I think that Chicago is more talented because you have DeRozan, you have Levine. I know Levine's been awful this year, but still, you have Vucevic, who's been pretty good at times. Washington seems to get up whenever uh, you know Beal doesn't play. And you're looking at the only meeting this season. Washington won the game by two. 
Beal had 19 points. He wasn't insanely efficient, but Kuzma had 26. Mm-hmm. Kuzma played well. Porzingis had 14 and three, so he was actually terrible <laughs> in this game. And yet Washington won anyway. But I can really see a DeRozan masterclass in this game. DeRozan historically has been really, really good against Washington. Like game winner really, last year. Really good. Hit a game winner last year. He had a game winner last year. You're looking at the first meeting, even though Chicago lost, DeRozan still had 32 6 and 6. Mm-hmm. He's He always kills this team. And Vucevic at 24. I think that it's a little bit much to lay, though, because I really don't like the Chicago team at all. But DeRozan's point total was 25 and a half, which I think is criminally low. He's had at least 26 in seven of the last nine games. And he's had at least 28 points in four of his last five games against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. 25 and a half for DeRozan, I just think is way too low. My favorite play on this game is DeRozan just points prop over. Yeah, I can't I can't go against that. I'm 100 percent just and I, I think that's really the best play in this one. Just play DeRozan. <laughs> You can, maybe, you can maybe ladder that, honestly. Like, if, if I told you DeRozan ends up scoring 35 <sighs> and this game goes down to the wire, would you really be that surprised? Like, probably not, because DeRozan against Washington has really just been dominant in the past couple years. Would you ladder at, like, 25, 30, 35? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because I think that if he he's if he starts hot, and and this is where I just see the game script going for this one. And this is why I'm on Washington plus. Five I think it's now. close. I just I think that I think that Washington gets out early. I think Washington gets out early. Like they, this is the first home game back for Chicago after a long road trip where they got their ass handed to them. Mm-hmm. And typically, a lot of people just automatically go and run and bet the home team in that spot first home game back. But that first home game back has been like not profitable for the home team, especially after a long road trip. Especially when you go West Coast and you're coming back East, or you go East Coast coming back West. Uh, that's what we just we just played the Heat last night. Played the Pistons against the road trip, and they didn't come come through. They didn't even get the win in that one. So I think this is a close game. I think the Wizards get out early, and this is just more of DeRozan going into second half DeRozan mode, where he just kind of wills his team to a win. I don't think they cover this spread. I think they can walk out of here with a win, a really a win they really really need. They've lost what? Uh. They have one win in their last, what is this, uh, two, three, three wins in the last 10 games? Yeah. So I think I did that math right. It's probably, it could be wrong. Somebody will correct me. Yeah. I'm not back in. I'm not back in Chicago in this one. So give me the Wizards plus five and a half. They keep it close. Chicago gets a win. It's three in the last 11, by the way. Oh, wow. I was close. Okay. Either way, uh, if you want to go through the last couple of meetings head-to-head, uh, just looking at it, the Bulls have done pretty well in terms of winning, but the games mm. have been close. Uh, if you want to go through the last six games, four of those six have been bes- have been decided by uh, four points or less. Yeah, I'm there. I'm with you. All right, 227.5 is the total. It's come up from 223. That's another reason why I like DeRozan. I mean, the fact that Beal's going to be missing time and you're looking at the injury report mm-hmm. and the money's gone to the over and the over has gone up by about two, three points. Yeah, four, four and a half. I'm going to lean over here. Like, I, this has serious just like alarm bells going off. They're daring you to take the under. I'm not going to do it. I'm going with the over, and I think DeRozan is a big game. I'm with you. 
I can't fade that. I'm with you. All right. Over 227 and a half. Next game on – I like Kuzma today, too. I think Kuzma has a yeah, game. Yeah, 26 in the first game, and now Beal's not playing, so Kuzma should have a good game. Yeah. All right, next we have the Sacramento Kings going to play the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee. Minus 6.5 for the Bucks. 236 is the total. Come up from 234. Injury report for this one, and we have for the Kings, Terrence Davis is questionable with a back injury. And for the Milwaukee Bucks – you have Brooke Lopez not on the injury report. Grayson Allen not on the injury report. Uh, Marjan Beauchamp is probable. Serge Ibaka is probable. And you basically have no injuries. Yeah, they're they're pretty clean. Chris Milton is expected to play in this one, so you're getting about a full as full strength as they've been all season for the Milwaukee Bucks. Six and a half. Are the Kings getting too much credit? You can make a case. Uh, Milwaukee recently has not exactly been great at blowing out opponents. Uh, we saw Middleton play against the Lakers. They lost the game. Now, mm-hmm. AD had himself a Herculean effort. He had 44 points, a double-double. Uh, he was incredible down the stretch, and Giannis still did Giannis things. There's really only one way that I'm looking at this game. To answer your question, they're getting too much credit. Maybe a little, but I do think that with the, so much money coming in on the over, the odds makers are just expecting no defense at all. And yeah. the Kings are more used to playing up tempo and having these track meet games. So maybe that's the argument. Mm-hmm. There's only one way I'm looking at this game it's Giannis over in points. I mean, I don't know how I'm not supposed to take the over in Giannis points because Giannis's <laughs> number was 30 and a half. I'll let you give your main angle for that in a second, but I'm going to go through the stats. So Giannis against the Kings has been great lately. He's had at least 36 points in each of his last two games against Sacramento. He's had at least 34 points in six of the last seven games overall. And Sacramento's allowing 52.6 points in the paint per game, which is the sixth most in the league. They can't guard anybody in the paint because you have Sabonis as your center, who gives you no rim protection at all. Giannis should really do whatever the hell he wants in this game. Give me the over 30 and a half. And I'm assuming you know the main reason or one of the main reasons why I also like the play. Yeah. Uh, well, so, you, 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 took my, you took my Giannis handicap. I didn't, I mean, but I didn't yeah, say anything. I was going to let you reveal. What? Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's Bucks minus six and a half. Like, that's that's the play here. I get that we talk about. I'm in about the know, Giannis prop. I, I was leaving the last reason for you because it's your signature angle. Oh, no, 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 no. His birthday was yesterday. I know, but it's the first game he's gonna have. Oh since. no, I don't like playing. I don't like playing birthday games the day before, or day after. It, it doesn't. It's not the same. It's got to be like on the day. It's got to like be the day? the day. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be on the day. I thought about. However, to like, I don't think that. I don't think that that stops him from going completely buck wild on this game, like at all. How are the Kings <laughs> supposed to stop him in this game? They don't have anybody with size that can actually guard him. Like, I think he's gonna go for forty tonight. I, I really don't know with a total in the high two thirties. How the hell are you supposed to stop this guy? Your center's Sabonis. Everybody's putting like there's a lot of money on the Kings too, and I just I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody knows something I don't know, and I'll fall into it. But I think I think the Bucks in a second their second well their first ro- home game after losing at home, and a Bucks team that doesn't typically lose at home that takes their home court very seriously and tries to put on a show in front of their fans every single time. I think they're going to be completely locked in for this game. I'm getting Drew Holiday, Chris Milton, and Giannis all in the lineup. We know that when that 
when those three are playing, the Bucks play really, really well. They cover the number. They're super good against margin. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just lock up the Bucks minus six and a half. I just – I don't know. I could be tripping. Maybe somebody knows something I don't know. My money is coming in on Sacramento, but uh, Beam's not getting lit up tonight. I think that they're just hoping the Kings do what the Lakers did, which is mm-hmm. play up tempo and just outscore the Bucks, and defense will be punted from both sides. I don't know if I agree with that theory, but I do think with this amount of over money, you're just expecting Milwaukee and the Kings to basically have a race to 120. Maybe one team gets to 130. But I once again, I'm going to take Giannis overs. I just don't know how Sacramento can stop the guy. So I guess I am leaning to the Bucks because I think they just have an unguardable player in this game mm-hmm. who could walk into 40, 15, and like six. And I would not be surprised at all if that was the case. And Lopez is favored to win Defensive Player of the Year. So I know that Lopez can actually rim protect. Sabonis cannot. Yeah, I, I just, I think. And Bobby Portis can rebound off the bench. There's they have a lot of size. There's a script where the Bucks lock in defensively and the Kings can't get over that. And there's no script at all, I don't think there is, that the Kings really get after the Bucks defensively in this game. So. Now, if the Bucks want to score 130 in this game, they'll score 130. Yeah, give me... Give me the Bucks, and I'll take an under under two thirty six. Okay. I don't think I don't think the Kings do their part of the scoring today. I'm gonna lean over. I just think Milwaukee could get to one thirty. All right. I like that Bucks play. I'll play Bucks first half. No, no, I won't. They've been bad against first half. I'll just take the six and a half. That's fine. All right. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Detroit Pistons coming off of a win in Miami, going to play. Excuse me, the New Orleans Pelicans at minus. 10 and a half 229 and a half is the total injury report in new orleans and we have oh if i find it uh oh there we go for the detroit pistons isaiah livers and kate cunningham you both know they're not playing right now and that's about as much as i can tell you because they played last night Brandon Ingram is out. Herb Jones is doubtful. Devontae Graham is questionable. Kira Lewis Jr. is out. I mean, I know that they're on a back-to-back. I think the Pelicans might beat the crap out of them in this game. I don't know. Detroit's been good against the number recently. They've been pretty good. I mean, the Knicks beat them by 90, but still. Does it, that was a Julius Randle birthday game. You know, they ran into a buzzsaw. It happens. But yeah, I guess my question is, do you think anybody on Detroit can actually stop Zion or no. Valanciunas? Or do you think no. that New Orleans just scores 60 points in the paint and they win the game in pretty comfortable fashion? No, I don't think anybody on the Pistons can slow any of them down. But I'm pretty sure that the Pistons have been really, really good to getting a large number recently. Um, Recently they have, but I'm, yeah. I just think it's a bad matchup for them. So let's see here. And New Orleans at the Smoothie King Center has been pretty solid. So it's probably my favorite name of any arena. So this season, the Detroit Pistons are six and two against the spread when they have a spread over ten points. They have won outright twice. Twice. Two of those games. So yep. two of those six, they've won outright. Covered six six of eight. And the teams have been the Suns, the Jazz, the Nuggets, the Kings. Were, were the Heat laying ten or was that did that not get them? No, they were no, they were uh 
the highest I saw it was at eight and a half. Eight and and a half? Then it okay. came That's down. It came down a point when Butler was out. So okay. it, it locked in at seven. Right. Uh, Milwaukee, they covered that number against Milwaukee. And the one of the two that they didn't cover was the back to back. And they covered Milwaukee one night and then didn't cover against them the next night. But they lost by like 30 the game after. And then the other one was Boston. And we know how Boston's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. This Pelicans team has been really disappointing. Are they? They were. They're, they're in first place. Yeah, but they. But I'm talking about against the spread. Like against I feel the like spread, I, they've been better lately. They've won each of the last three games by at least 15 points. So they have been better. Yeah. Um, Killed Denver. I don't know how Alvarado with 38 points uh, beat New, beat San Antonio. I mean, everybody can do that, and they beat Toronto by 18. So. I like how New Orleans has played, and it seems like they finally realized, you know, with Inger being out, maybe we should give Zion the damn ball and let him go yeah. for 30 every night. I, I just don't know how Detroit has any answers for Zion in this game. I, I just think Zion's going to have another 30-12-7 game. I, I just don't know how they stop him. Hmm. Zion is so damn good. <laughs> if you just if you just watch the Pelicans play, it's actually just unfair how good he is. He's so damn good at basketball. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know how. Like, if this gets, they have to, the Pistons have to literally win a shootout to be in this game. Yeah, then the play's the over. If you want to take Detroit. Yeah. No, I like that. the over. Yeah, I like the over. Um, I think New Orleans can walk into one twenty and change in this game, so I like the over. But all those defender, all those defenders for New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. So over two twenty nine and a half. I like that the best. We'll go – I'm going to go against my gut in this one because this is a really, really good spot for New Orleans. I'll take New Orleans minus 10.5. But if Detroit does cover this one, I'm not fading them with a double-digit spread again. Okay. I just think it's a good spot for New Orleans. Yeah. All right. That is the that is the parameters. And then, yeah, I'm all over Zion today. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all over Zion today. And the fact – I mean, Zion – that assist prop for Zion has been cashing, like, it has. It's because he's he's played he's played point guard before in his life, and mm-hmm. he's actually low key a point forward. It's just that they don't like they don't have to use him like that because they have the personnel that can bring the ball up the court, so they don't. But I think it's know. obvious, but people don't exactly talk about it because he hasn't been healthy long enough for this discourse to take place. When healthy, Zion is easily a top twenty player in the league. Yeah, easily. Easily. All right. You could argue maybe top 15, but Zion is really just – he's unstoppable, to be honest with you, like when, when he's healthy. I, I don't know how you stop him. Okay. Next game on the slate. Well, anything else for this one? Any other props or anything? No, not really. I, I think if you're expecting Detroit to contribute, you're probably looking at Bogdanovich props. Killian Hayes' assists have been really good for me. I had yeah. the over again last night. It was a five and a half. He had six. I know. I wish I played him instead of Ivy. Damn it. He only played 23 minutes, and yet he still had six assists. So I'm no. not sure if he got hurt or if the rotations just worked itself out where they went on a run without him and decided to keep him on the bench. But I wouldn't mind looking at his assists, too. Uh, don't fix what isn't broken. And Hayes' assists have been good. He also won Shaq in a fool this week. So shot him. I'm happy for him. <laughs> very, you got to have a trophy somewhere. Prestige, yeah, prestigious award. Very mm-hmm. prestigious award. All right. Indiana Pacers are playing the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota. Minus five for the Timberwolves. 237 and a half is the total. Do we know if Halliburton's playing? 
I can tell you that, no, we don't know he's playing because he is questionable with that groin injury. Miles Turner is questionable with a hamstring injury. TJ McConnell is questionable with the illness. Uh, James Johnson is questionable with an elbow injury. We know about Tyson Duarte. And then you have Brent Forbes, who is not on the injury report. Matt Ryan was signed yesterday. So respect, you know, play that Matt Ryan over interception. And then you know that Carl Anthony Towns and Torian Prince are both out. I want to take Indiana. I know. Should we just I, should we just I blindly really, take really Indiana? Do. Just do we just blindly take Indiana and say Halliburton plays? Even if they don't, like they, they just beat Golden State. In Golden State, I mean, it's the offense. The offense runs itself. Like Nem- it doesn't matter Nemhard what point guard you put a there. Masterclass. Yeah, it doesn't matter what point guard you put there. The offense is going to run itself. I'm taking Indiana. I I, I hate this Minnesota team too much. I've been wrong in some uh, win totals, uh, at least early on from what the offseason show that we did. But I've been <laughs> but the, so... But the Minnesota one is the one I've that you were right so about. I've been so right about Minnesota. <laughs> so right about Minnesota. I thought they'd be a really, really underwhelming team. I thought they'd be nowhere near their win total of about 50. And I thought it was a hilarious line. And they are not even close. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Like, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're bad. Give me Indiana. Screw it. If Turner does not play, though, Gobert better have 15 rebounds, but he might trip somebody and get ejected in the second quarter. So give me Indiana. They just beat Golden State in Golden State. This team's feisty, and I know if the game's co- close and competitive, Minnesota's likely to fold. So I'll take Indiana because I really hate this Minnesota team with a passion. We. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not back. Why would? Sometimes you know, gambling is emotional, and it is. Sports betting is emotional at times, and sometimes you just can't back teams. And I just can't back Minnesota. No. Like laying points, I just can't back Minnesota. It's, they're just not good. Like they haven't figured it out. And we got them in a very, very good spot against Memphis. And I don't think we turned back. And <laughs> I don't think we've been interested in them at all ever since then. So there's two times I've been just dead on about Minnesota for backing them. One was the immediate game without Cat against Memphis, and they won. Mm-hmm. The other one was earlier this year. I had them covering against Orlando because I just thought they would dominate on the boards, and they won the game by like 30. It's like the only two times I've actually liked Minnesota, and they've covered. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep fading him. What's not Anthony Edwards' points prop? That's the only thing that I, that is consistent on this team, and is that he's gonna take a bunch of shots, whether he's efficient or not. He's gonna end up with somewhere around 25 to close. I don't to mind D'Angelo Russell today. I thought about maybe a no. Sneak. Fuck him. Fuck him. No, I, I thought about him. a sneaky double fuck double with him. No, for D'Angelo, like a sneaky double double. I think might have a good price to it. I know that's my birthday twin and all that, but fuck him. He's, Just saying, totals two thirty-seven and a half. Like I don't mind taking a double-double spin there at yeah, decent plus price. Yeah, whatever. I'm not touching D'Angelo Russell. I hate him right now. Uh, man, I cannot pull up this points prop. Uh, I see Edwards at twenty-six and a half. Oh, huh. mm. you could get two and a half threes though at minus one fifty. Boom. That's how you play it because Indiana is last five games, 26 in the NBA, giving up 38.4% from the three-point line. Thank you so much. I was trying to figure out how I wanted to bet Anthony Edwards today. That is it. Two and a half threes. 
By the way, uh, double double for D'Angelo's plus two sixty five. I think I'm out on that. I was tempted if it was if it was like four to one, I would have taken it, but it's not. I think it's a little bit too low because D'Angelo still wants to shoot. I just thought that the price would be high, and apparently it's not high enough. No. All right. Uh, two thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, we're. I mean, I'm, I'm on not, the over. Yeah, chalk, chalk city. All right. Golden State Warriors are traveling to. Oh, Utah. by the way, sneaky play. If Turner does not play, I look at the Jalen Smith double double. Yes, yes, great call there. He he is he has a focus on rebounding. Like, mm-hmm. He understands that's his role. All right. Go to say Warriors are going to play the Utah Jazz in Utah. Mine is seven and a half for the Jazz. 233 and a half is total. It's come down probably for a reason that I'm about to tell you in literally two seconds. Because Steph Curry out. Andrew Wiggins out. Sherman Green out. Fine, I'll say it. Andre Iguodala out. Mike Conley is questionable. Rudy Gay is not on the injury report. And Jodding Juzang is out. I mean, I'm not. I don't care. I don't care. Go to state plus seven and a half. I'm not. Utah's going to find a way to fold this cover. Can I get an alternative on like Clay over six and a half three pointers? Because he's can literally I, been insane. Can I get something like with Clay? Because it's already inflated. We know it's inflated. I just don't know how Clay doesn't end this game with like twenty shot attempts. I, I just feel like it's all lining up for because Jordan Poole. Because Jordan Poole decided not to Clay <laughs> and Poole combining for like forty shots between the two of them. Like that's yeah. really just how I see this game going. Clay had what eight three pointers in that loss to Indiana. I think he had eight uh, threes. Like that. Like he he went absolutely off in that game. Uh, I want to see if I could find some like crazy, crazy point prop here for Clay, because I really just think Clay's gonna end this game with like 15 three pointers attempted, and just say, you know what, Curry's got the day off, Wiggins has the day off. They're just giving me the ultimate green light. Let's have some fun here. And then you look up, mm-hmm. and Clay has attempted 20 shots in the first half. Like it would not surprise me if Clay just goes full on. I'm chucking today. And he ends up going like eight for 15 from three. I I could see a type of game like that. So for alternatives, Clay four plus three pointers is plus uh, 108. Mm -hmm. I don't see alternatives. So that's kind of rough. But the points, though, for Clay, let me just see what it is. It's probably going to be somewhere in the. Okay. So it's 23 and a half. If you take Clay to score 30. It's plus 330. Mm-hmm. If you take Clay to score 35, it's 9 to 1. 9 to 1? <laughs> you can throw you can throw that in a long shot parlay. Like I, I think there's some value there. Like you know him and Poole are gonna ball hog the entire game. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. Like, sure, the game has a total in the two thirties. Give me a clay 30 something plus point game. 35 plus, so like you know, nine to one. Sure. I'll take a flyer on that. Somebody's got a score on this team. All right. Uh, and that says a lot because I've roasted Clay for most of the year. But yeah, I, no. I, I, but it, I like it, the spot. I was just letting you get your shit off. Saying, uh, you, you don't think nine to one, even if you want to go. For no, 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 no. It's a it's a it's a good price. It's a good price. I was just letting you. 
I was letting you do your thing because you've been shitting on Clay for a good point. Plus three thirty for thirty plus points. He made eight three pointers last game. Like, no, sure. I'm with you. Uh, what was I gonna say here? So, oh yeah, starting lineup proposed to be projected to be Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Anthony Lamb, Jonathan Kaminga, Kevon Looney. Who's shooting? Like it's it's really just two guys. If you want to go for a really sneaky prop, though, Kaminga double double. Hey, God damn it, Scott. Oh, shut up. Let me talk. <laughs> Fuck. You just, had that, you just had that whole spill about Clay, and then you go and throw my play out there. Like I didn't I, I didn't know where you yes. were going with it. I, I just think it's a good I had a, I had a point of why I said the lineup. And okay. you just go and steal. Yes, Jonathan okay. Kaminga double-double. Jonathan Kaminga ring at rebounds prop. He's just a freak athlete. And while there was questions all year that they were talking about, oh, do they trust Kaminga? They should drop him down to the G League. They obviously keep him on the team because they like him. They see the potential in him. And he's just a huge, he's just an athlete. And he's going to go up there. He's going to fight for rebounds. So, like, he's one of those guys that, hey, if you're not going to pass me the ball, I'm going to get off the rim. And so, yeah, I really do like Jonathan Kaminga. Whenever they post it for him to have a really good rebounding day, just because he can be so physical, he's really a, a really sh- strong athlete. And, yeah, a, a double-double is fun. Like, that is a fun prop for Jonathan Kaminga. Unfortunately, I, I, don't, I don't see any lines available right now for double-double. Yeah, probably wait closer but. to game time, but look for it. I think that you can find at least a rebounds prop, and it probably might be a little bit short. I'm trying to see if there is a rebound prop right now. Um... No. Yeah. Yeah, probably because the news is still fresh. They, later on today, I'm sure they got to throw it out. If they don't throw Kaming props out there, that is so bad on the books. He's going to start. Like, there's no way he's not going to start. They call yeah, the Wiseman. That's how desperate they are for spots right now. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Last. Oh, well, total, total sitting there. Oh, wait. We didn't even talk about the spread, really. I mean, I, well, I don't even think we have to talk about it. Everybody knows what I'm doing. I'm going to state plus seven and a half. Sprinkle on the money line. I like the over. And, yeah, you're on over. I'm on over, too. But Golden State, plus seven and a half. Sprinkle on the money line. I, <laughs> Utah Utah laying points. Like, come on. It's Utah laying points. I know we Clay might come out this. here and shoot four for 15, but I still like the Clay props. I just think that price is crazy for a guy who is going to have the greenest of green lights. <laughs> yep. All right. Next, we have the Boston Celtics going to play the Phoenix Suns minus two thirty and a half for the Suns minus one and well no minus two thirty and a half is the total minus one and a half for Boston on the road. Uh, let's see here we have Al Horford not on injury report. Malcolm Brogdon is probable with the illness, and Chris Paul intends to play in this game. Tory Craig is questionable. Dwayne Washington Jr. is out. Scott, you are laying one and a half on the road with Boston. But you also have the Suns in the Valley, and that is a spot that you really like as well, too. So what are you doing? I'm going to go with Phoenix in this spot. I, I love the Celtics as a team. I have given out their coach of the year props for oh, a while. And when it was at seven to one, now it's somewhere even below two to one at this point. They're incredible. However, against <laughs> Toronto, they had one really good quarter and were bad in the other three quarters. But they won the game anyway because they were just that good in the third quarter. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Phoenix here. They're in the Valley. That's really all I need to say. I'll tell you right now, if Boston wins this game, like comfortably in the Valley, this team's just walking into 60-plus wins. Like, there's just nothing that's going to stop them. It's a good spot for Phoenix because they're at home. 
They've been a little bit hit or miss lately, but I do think that Phoenix has some value at home. The line's been dropping a bit. It will be competitive. I'm not telling you Phoenix boat racism. I'm not saying that Boston boat races Phoenix, but I think that Phoenix does enough to win this game. It'll be close. It'll be competitive. Give me Mm -hmm. Phoenix by three. Give me a one possession missed jump shot at the end of the game for Boston. Uh, give me a second. This really is game of the night. There is it, a chance Chris Paul plays, by the way. He's questioned. No, yeah, no. So what I said on injury report, he ins- it says he intends to play. So you can put Chris Paul into your handicap that he's probably going to play in this game. Do you just what type of minutes? Points under. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like he hasn't no, scored the entire I mean, season. Do you blindly no. take his points under? Depending on what it's at, depending on what it's at, I might be interested. It's probably going to be like eleven and a half. Like if I'm just if I'm just guessing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I may tweet that out. We'll see. I'm not going to commit to it just yet, but it is actually a pretty solid play when you think about it. Boston's uh, good defensively. Uh. Eh. I'm pick boss. I feel really good about my Phoenix pick now. I might as well lock up my Phoenix pick at this point. You're taking the Celtics. If you're in the chat, uh, just letting you know, Terrell's betting the Celtics. You know what to do. Or he's not betting, but he's picking the Celtics. So you know what to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm having a hell of I'm having a hell of a time fading your Celtics picks. I'm having a great time. Uh. But am I doing that because I know that it's currently going the wrong way and I should just – I actually do think – like this is a really good spot for Phoenix. It is. That's why I'm picking. Nah, fuck that. I'm not going to fall into you guys' trap or anything. Give me the Suns. I think this is a good spot for the Suns. And luckily for Chris Paul, he doesn't have to do a lot. And when he's coming back, like this team has been rolling without him. Devin Booker has been keeping him going. And he's been – off for the past yeah. couple games and Devin Booker typically has a really big game when he like really big game when he's been in a little bit of a slump he comes out has a really big game and I mean he has a good track record against this Suns team I'm trying to pull it up real quick because he has a 70 point game against him that's that's like all-time Pure bragging rights. I scored stat padding, but it was a hell of a performance by him. They <laughs> yeah. were intentionally fouling down like 17 with like two minutes to go just to get him more possessions. Then the game after that, he had 40 and change in the garden. Like I remember Booker's always killed the Celtics. Yeah. So let me see here. Last few games 22, 15, 18, 39, 20, 30, 25, 38, 38, 70. Oh, shit. That's that, 70 just sitting there. that 70 just sitting there is really wild. Like, why, why is that here? That 70 sitting there is just really wild. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm going, I'm going back with book, uh, and I'll back book again to this spot. That's really, that's really my best play. I'll just play Devin Booker points over because he's, he's been in a little bit of a slump and he always responds very, very well. This is a big, really big game. They can come to it. I'm back in the Suns. Who gets matched up on Bridges? I'm, I mean, who who does Bridges guard? You put him on Brown or Tatum? They're gonna run pick and rolls anyway. I'm just I'm just wondering. Yeah. 
I mean, he's you got to put him on Tatum. I think you probably would be more suited, like if you just hey Tatum's gonna get his regardless. Brown. Yeah, it, it would probably be better against Brown, but I I I gotta think that they probably just put him on Tatum. If I was making the decision, I'd be like, look, just hold Jalen Brown down. Like we can't Me let these guys go. Yeah, I'd I'd have him matched up on Jalen Brown, but <laughs> yeah, hold him down. We can't because Jason Tatum is just unstoppable right now. Like yeah. he's just he's absolutely a hundred percent took that next step into that upper echelon of NBA players, and so uh, this is gonna be a fun one. This is going to be a fun one. Just, I mean, it sounds chalky, but just put it, yeah, just put it all on, uh, uh, put put your money on Devin Booker, put your money on Jason Tatum to have a really good game, sit back, watch the game, and enjoy. Mm. All right. I think we have one game that we skipped over. Yeah, we did. I, I saw it, and I realized OKC Thunder are going to play the Memphis Grizzlies. Minus seven and a half for the Grizzlies. 232 and a half is the total. Here we got and oh whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind. Okay, there we go. For the injury report for this one, we have for the Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant's not on the injury report. Jaron Jackson Jr. is not on the injury report. John Conchar is not on the injury report. Zaire Williams is questionable for this game. Jake LaRuvia is doubtful. Uh, Kenny Chandler is out. And then, you know, Desmond Bain's out for a while. And for OKC, you have Kendrick Williams is out. You have Diang, who is out. And we know about Chet. You know why his name's up here. All right. Huh. I'm actually leaning Memphis in this game. Memphis dominates this, this, like, these two teams. Like, Memphis dominates. I think they are the most well-equipped team to actually contain Shea yeah. because of the rim protection that they mm-hmm. have. And I've roasted Dylan Brooks for a long time for his offensive issues. He's still a very, very intense on-ball defender. Mm-hmm. and if he's gonna Especially get into, on the perimeter. Yeah, on the perimeter. And if he's going to get into Shea's breathing space, and then you have a back line of Adams and Jackson rim protection-wise with Clark as well off the bench... I think they're going to really give Shea a hard time. And even in the first meeting, Shea was terrible in the first meeting, which didn't shock mm-hmm. me. I like Memphis in the first game, but Shea went six for 18 for 15 points. It's easily his worst game of the season. I just mm-hmm. think that Memphis is really, really well equipped to stop him. Or, and I think that if Shea struggles again, I don't think Orlando has enough firepower to overcome it. So for me, I'm going with Memphis. Because I think that Jackson could end up with four blocks in this game, just waiting at the rim to punt every single layup that Shea attempts. But if you can limit Shea in the paint and force him to beat you from the outside, he's going to struggle. And I think Memphis can really, really exploit that. Give me the Grizzlies. I think they're going to win the game comfortably. Yeah, they 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 really dominated this matchup for the most part, and. Uh, they have a full assortment. Like, I mean, I know no Desmond Bain, but this is this is going to be a really hard game for the Thunder. Thunder, typically I do like backing them as road dogs, especially when Shea's playing. But I think that this is just a – I think the Grizzlies are just a really bad matchup for them overall. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you. So, yeah, I'm with Memphis, minus seven and a half. I actually really, really feel good about that one. I thought that I'd, I would feel worse about taking, you know, fate in OKC as a road dog with this many points, but no – I feel good about Memphis getting this one. So Memphis minus seven and a half. Total is sitting at what was it sitting at again? Two thirty-two and a half. 
I'm gonna play under. I'm gonna play under because I like pretty much like that. I don't. I think OKC is gonna have issues scoring the ball, especially inside the paint in this game. Memphis has sometimes trended like you think that they're going over and they trended under. This is a high total at 232. It's just too many ways that I can see score like a scoring drought on both sides of the ball where Memphis probably just kind of lets their foot up off the gas and OKC literally cannot score inside the paint. So, uh, yeah, give me an under 232 and a half for this one. Okay. All right. I think that's it for the slate. Before we get into our lock and dog, I have to talk to you about underdog fantasy. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll talk to you about underdog fantasy because I talked about underdog earlier in the podcast. So underdog fantasy, if you haven't signed up already, get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for 100% deposit match. Go in there. You can do your... Uh, pick them for NBA and use your player props. So you do pick them or you can go draft. You can draft your fantasy uh, daily fantasy lineup and play that through underdog as well. Make sure you tap in underdog.com promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by day because with the holidays around the corner and you have issues living paycheck to paycheck and it meet and ends meet, things can be really stressful. But Dave is the banking app that can get you up to $500 instantly with an extra cash account. There's no interest, no late fees, no credit checks. Make sure you tap into Dave. Just download that from the App Store or go to dave.com slash SGPN. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. Terms, conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, member of FDIC. All right. Lock and dog time for my lock. Let's go to uh, let's go to Milwaukee. Milwaukee minus six and a half. I feel good. I think that I think this is the textbook Milwaukee spot where they just bury and they probably go on a run where they just start burying everybody again by margin. Milwaukee minus six and a half. For my dog, what's the number? What's the number? Because I'm not passing it up. Yep, go to state plus 240. I don't care. Fading them as favorites, Utah Jazz. So, Scott, what are you doing? All right. Uh, so, for my lock, I'm contemplating which player prop I want to go to. Do I want to do Giannis or do I want to do DeRozan? DeRozan. I'll go with DeRozan. Sure. I'll go DeRozan 25 and a half. I do like the honest one a lot, though. But I'll go DeRozan 25 and a half. I'll take the over at minus 115. There's been a bunch of money on the over for the full game. It's a high total. Uh, we know DeRozan historically has been great against the Wizards. Once again, 28 plus in four of his last five games against Washington. He's had at least 26 points in seven of the last nine games. I think DeRozan's in a very good spot to go for 30 potentially in this game. So I'm going to go with DeRozan over 25 and a half points as my lock. And for my dog, I think I'm going to go to the same game as you, but I am going to take a player prop. I am going to go with Clay over four and a half three-pointers made at plus 115. All right. I like the plus money there, and the volume should be there. He made eight three-pointers last game, so you know his confidence is really in line for a bunch of heat checks in Mm -hmm. this game. But it's mostly volume. With so many starters being out, Clay's attempted at least 13 threes in each of the last two games. 
He attempted 16 three-pointers against Indiana last game. Mm-hmm. I just expect him to chuck up so many shots in this game. I don't mind the 30 points. I don't mind if you want to go for an alternative there. I'll play it safe. Give me the over four and a half threes of plus 115. All right. Other than that, anything else for the show before we get up out of here? Oh, yes. And I – so I was going to come – I was fully prepared to come on here and just say Celtics because of – but then I started thinking, oh, I'm thinking too much about the Jinx, and that kind of messes it up. So I'm going to just go with my gut, and I said Suns. So if you We're want to bet Celtics, Suns go ahead. In this one. Yeah, so if you want to bet Celtics, go ahead. It's probably a good chance that they continue to throw food in my face. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I mean, I really don't have anything. Everybody, please leave us reviews. Leave us reviews wherever you listen to your podcast. On Spotify, leave us Spotify reviews. Please do that. Uh, we're still doing, if a hey, if we're in your top three, if you're in your top three of Spotify podcast listens to, send that screenshot on Twitter. Tag SGPN NBA. Tag me. Tag Scott. Tag Moonoff. Anybody, just make sure somebody sees it. And we will be having a contest in the week and give out uh, some merch. So definitely appreciate all y'all tapping in with us. Everybody that comes in here and listens to us talk live every single day. Appreciate all of you all. Also, I was going to say quickly wanted to add something. Uh, If you also wanted us or to hear more of us, we did a couple. uh, We're going to end up doing two NFL shows this week. We already did the totals episode, which came out yesterday. uh, That's in the NFL. Of course, we're going to be doing our usual Thursday night football breakdown at some point uh, today in the afternoon. Should it get posted either this afternoon or tonight. So if you want some football action and you want some feedback or some opinions or bets, uh, you know where to find us on the NFL Gambling Podcast. I know personally I'll be on the Mothership Pod later on today talking about some Thursday night bets as well. So you know where to find me there, but just wanted to plug that. All right, all right. Other than that, I mean – subscribe 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 comment review all of that other than that i have nothing else to say nothing else to do no other way of ending the podcast so i'm gonna end it like this we are out of here basketball give me give me give me the ball because i'm gonna